Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. Well, I'm just delighted to see who's joined us for this conversation today. This is a call unlike I think we've ever done before at GBU, where I really wanted to pick your brains about uh, what's going on in your manifesting practices and what's working for you and what you'd like some support with, mostly because as I'm getting ready to put together the next year's worth of emailed courses for GBU members, I didn't want to be guessing about what I thought would work for you guys. I normally just put those based on what I would want to receive or what I could use some help on. And uh, I thought, you know what, for, it, it's worth getting some feedback. And that's not something I do very often or I solicit on purpose. But in order to really make a, a powerful lineup of courses, I thought I just wanted to have a conversation with whoever was willing to talk with me about what you would love to see in your inbox from GVU over the next year. But before we do, let's just say hello to everyone who's tuned in, because I noticed Meg is here. Hi, Meg. Hi. Yay, so glad you could make it. And Susan's tuned in too? Or are you muted, Susan? Hello, everyone. What a treat. And Nancy's here. Yep. Hi, Jeanette and everybody. Thanks for being here, Nancy. And we also have Guillaume. Hi, Jeanette. Hi, everyone. Happy belated birthday. And Thank who's you very this much. from? Who's who's our Hawaii caller? I see Annette in chat room and a bunch of guests. I'll keep an eye on chat room. Hello, so, hi, it's Lee from Hawaii. I'm on mute because oh, it's quite noisy yes. here. Thanks for joining us, and feel free to oh. unmute when you have something to share because. We'll deal with the background noise when we're hearing from you. <laughs> so, All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute my own phone, too, then. All right. Mahalo. Okay. I'll be listening. Right on. So here's a little reminder of what, what members who've been at GVU, this is what you get during the first year. The, pretty much the first course that goes out is Vibrational Boot Camp, and that covers things like just the basics of LOA skills, including awareness and enjoyment, <laughs> um, the value of contrast, activating vibrations, appreciation, etc. That's about oh, an eight-module eight course. After that, there's a, just a super short one on <laughs> manifesting money. Oh, good Lord. I did that one on video, and uh, I w I'm going to redo it as soon as I get my new video room set up. I'm going to be redoing that one. But it was pretty basic as far as what our most common kinks are to money and how to overcome those. It was super short and sweet. It's the only course I think that's devoted to money that members get that first year. There was one following that on action, like paying attention to the way that we engage action so that we've got more of it inspired and less of it coming from a place of should or supposed to or effort. And then we did a short little course on managing the gremlins. We had it, it included five gremlin myths and I think
think it's also five gremlin management methods. After that was a course on how to customize your manifesting practice, because I use that term a lot and people don't really know what I mean, but it's just however you're engaging your creative powers and the, the intention of that course was to help people get conscious about what works for them, what feels best, and to engage it. Kind of my purpose of putting myself out of business as an LOA coach. Because <laughs> so often the the things that I'm doing with clients are they aren't using any of the tools that they know to use. It's funny how that works. Okay, then after that there was a course on identity shifting and then one on ooh alignment secrets. I like that one. It included some past halls with guest experts at GVU, including Dan Howard, um, Diane oh, Meadows, uh, Andy Dooley, and we did, a, I think we did a book review on, Ju on Choosing Easy World. Julia didn't join us for that. I didn't invite her to, but maybe next time I will, because she seems like she'd be a lot of fun. And then the last course that wraps up the, the member's first year is Diagnosing the Kinks in Your Manifesting Process. So there's there's a lot that doesn't get addressed, even though it seems like that covers a lot of ground. There are a lot of things not included. And I wondered if anyone ever had any, oh, any wishful thoughts, like, oh, I wish the course that Jeanette would send next would be on fill in the blank. That's really what I want to hear today. What would you guys, what would be helpful? Or I know we have some coaches on the line today. What do you guys think would be helpful for fellow creators as far as becoming more empowered and more effective manifestors? This could be a short call if people didn't have a lot of ideas already. Um, Jeanette, it's Susan. Thanks. Hi, Susan. Hi. Um, one of the things that I'm often struck with on calls or in the forum <clears throat> is um, dealing with the sense of urgency mm. that people have. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I need to manifest this now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's the answers are sort of sprinkled among other calls discussions, you know, best practices, how not to um, be attached, all that stuff. But maybe coming at it from a more, um, you know, how do you settle into manifesting? Hmm. Ooh, I just got goosebumps when you worded it like that. Okay. Yeah, I like that a lot, Susan. Right. So I especially wrote. like it a lot. Guess what I just flashed on? What? This next year of courses for GVU members should be created by GVU members. And I was thinking how much I would love to have that course offered by you. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. You're right. And you know what? what I think of from Abraham, how often they talk about getting ahead of it like it's just it's kind of hard to turn something around once it's already got strong momentum behind it so you really want to be proactive about this stuff and uh, I mean practice what you want before it feels dire before it feels like really challenging 
And I think that that would probably do a lot for any sense of urgency that we might feel about what we want to create in our in our lives. But that kind of, you know, that's the other thing. I cannot tell you how many fellow coaches or business coaches have suggested to me that I offer, like, oh, events, in-person events, VIP weekends, something like that that's, like, lasts two and a half days. And I, my answer to that is that while I'm sure I could enjoy getting together for something like that every once in a while, I don't think that's actually something – I don't think that's a, a setup, a formula, a format. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not a format that I think enhances our LOA habits because that just one injection, that one shot of information – For a lot of people, it can be in one ear and out the other. I think what makes the bigger difference is getting habitual about this stuff. It's creating the habits around whatever it is we're engaging that we want to play with rather than one big input of information and expecting that to be a major life changer. Nothing changes until we change our practices, and that happens on a day-in, day-out basis. So I don't know, I kind of like the idea of working that in somehow into that subject. Like, you know, here's how to deal with that urgency. Uh, Start doing this stuff before something becomes a problem. In chat, um, uh, Tamara is suggesting habits versus focus. Yeah, well, I think our focus can is a habit. The way that we focus, the way that we – I'm laughing because when I was leaving the Master Gardener Diagnostic Desk today, Master Gardener was telling me how her former job used to be – oh, she was diagnosing something to do with people's illnesses. I don't know what her job was. I didn't ask specifics. But she said she quit it. And this is after I commented on how happy people were. They were just so grateful to get someone's attention on what's wrong with their peach tree or why does their lawn have this dead patch in it. They were just so ridiculously happy. I said, this is what I imagine it's like for a flower delivery person. (laughs) Like people are just so delighted. They're just ridiculously happy. And I, I commented on how much I appreciated how thorough she was with every person. She gave them such full attention. It was really impressive. When I said that to her, that's when she said her former job was um, something to do with diagnosing people. And she said, those people were not grateful. <laughs> they were ornery. They were on their deathbed. They were not, they were not, they were cranky. They were not fun to work with. And, um, I was thinking about how that habit of focus, how um, I won't elaborate on why that triggered that conversation, but that ability to develop a perspective, like Pollyanna, that's a habit of perspective that that girl has, you know, just from practice. That's certainly, they could go hand in hand, I guess is my short answer to Tamara's comment in chat room. And thanks for being here, Tamara. Elaine's saying, Elaine, are you dialed in? No. Elaine's saying, but that one shot can make a big difference, especially when you stay connected to it. Retreats are awesome. I'd like to discuss that briefly. (laughs) Uh, Has everyone here been to either Abe, 
or Mike Dooley or maybe Bashar or someone kind of maybe you went to see Wayne Dyer at a Louise Hay conference. Has everyone been to something like that? I have. Yes. I'd love to hear. Did you? Was there something like really game changing for you that you walked away with? Uh, this is Nancy. When I went to the Abe one, I actually, uh, and somebody else recently told me it was because I was channeling at the same time, but I kind of like consciously um, was not present. So in the moment, like the hot seater would ask the question, I would know Abe's answer before Abe said anything. And so I kind of sat there kind of feeling like, why am I here? I don't even know. I couldn't even remember my own questions. So thank God I got, I bought the CD to listen to it afterwards because I could not remember what I experienced. That was for Abe. But I've gone to other workshops. I've gone to, you know, day long workshops when I worked in corporate and, motivational workshops and all those kinds of things. And they do tend to, you know, go rah, 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 get you all hyped up and all excited. Yeah. And and you and I am the kind of person who makes a committed effort to come home and go back through the materials and if it resonates for me to actually apply it. But I have learned from other coaches that that's not common. That's that rare. That people that people get rah 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 up, all excited for the days are there, and then they go home and get back in their real world, and they completely forget mm-hmm. what they were what they were taught. So my, that's my experience too. And I'm I don't know if I stretch. I could maybe think of. I remember when I went to Martha Beck Coach Training. It was a three day in person event at the time. I remember having an experience where I, it was right at the very beginning of the day as we were making introductions. And I was so happy. I literally had the worry for just a moment that I was so happy I would leave my body. I just thought I was going to float right out the window. I was that crazy happy to be there. But um, <laughs> the rest of it was not. I don't can't say like any you know big ideas I learned that have that changed who I was as a person or a coach necessarily. And that wasn't to say that I didn't love it. I mean, most of it, I'm sure I'm very happy to be there. But And maybe this is a learning style thing. You know, maybe there are some people who do much better with that format. But I know this. I, I have made a very good living from clients who know this stuff. They know it inside and out. Some of them know it even better than I do. They can quote it better. They've studied it longer. They have more resources. They have a better facility of the concepts than I do, but if you aren't practic- if you aren't putting them into play, it's doing nothing for you. That's the big gap that I see in the work that I'm doing with people. Because, like, well, that would make sense for me because I focus specifically on people who are already LOA savvy and just having trouble in their manifesting practice. I'm not a coach who ever wanted to do any initial education or convincing that law of attraction works. So. Of course, that's who I would attract because that's my ideal client, someone who already knows this stuff. I don't have to teach it to them. We can hit the ground running. But if people just practiced what they already knew, I would be a lot out of business. I bet my, I bet that's half of my practice. Reminding people, use the tools. We know how, to, we know how this works. Just do it. Makes all the difference. I don't think that kind of inspiration comes from spending thousands of dollars at a live in-person two-day event. I could be wrong. Let's face it. Of course I am. It could be anything anyone wanted to be. But 
I have really felt like the most value I could be to someone is to help them get regular about engaging this, leaving muggle habits behind and becoming more conscious creatory. <laughs> hey, Jeanette, um, in chat, guest three was saying, gee, I'd love like a good vibe post of poster of best practices that I could put in every room in my house and a small one for my purse. And then Meg recommended your periodic table of, of marketing uh, manifesting on the blog. So I went to look at the link, but the tape, the um, it's, it's not working. It's got a secure connection failed. Bad. SSL That's error. Bad. And then, then I went to the, direct version it picked a chart yeah. and that also has a secure connection failed huh. oh it's working for me oh it's yeah. working for you definitely not working for me yeah it it is working for me on in both places that's interesting yeah i i just was able to pull it up too nancy but yeah, i went to the that. i went to the yeah i should take a screenshot and show you what i get it's a secured connection failed and then it's got an error ssl error um, I don't know what an SSL error means, but um, if anyone else gets it, let me know because I'll have Susan look at it. Elaine's got it as well. I, I love that you thought of that, Nancy. I, I feel like I have a better resource, but in the back of my mind, I also feel like I could make a better one too. Lord knows, I love any excuse to go make a new graphic. <laughs> Thank you for that request. Did you say it was guest three? Well, guess where I made it, and then Meg was the one who thought of the periodic table, and then I went to look for the link and couldn't get it to come up. So, Okay. Um, uh, I saw a comment from Annette earlier in chat that I thought, ooh, i got to make sure we don't roll past that because it was good. But was She's it? talking about the difference between pre-reading journaling and oh, asking yeah. once and letting it go. Yeah, yeah that yeah. feels like another best practices question, doesn't it? like consistent focus or just turn it on once and forget about it. That's a good one. You know, when I think about the things that I trust and I'm really comfortable with in my life, I think about it once, let it go, know it's done, trust it, move on. Mm -hmm. And the things that I don't trust, mm -hmm. those are the things that I'm constantly pre-paving. <laughs> I just got goosebumps when you said that. I I think that's the exact answer in a nutshell. Probably can't turn that into a course, but that definitely is worth making that available because I know a lot of people ask that question when they hear conflicting advice from teachers and from their own experience. Like, you know, I think we just someone just posted recently in the forums. Oh, was it Carrie? Was it today? Oh, I could be remembering wrong. But um yeah, that one where oh no, it wasn't. It was, I'm thinking Well, Sean, maybe Sean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was talking about her neighbor. No, it was someone who said the thing I oh waiting. It was some there was waiting oh. in the title. I answered mm -hmm. a bunch of forum threads when I came back from the diagnostic desk today. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I love that answer, Nancy. That's that's exactly how I would answer it as well. And that's what I practice. It's not just what I would say, it's what I do. Mhm. Mm so practicing okay. on the things that you feel more urgent about or you have higher attachment to, practice imagining that uh, it's like the other stuff. It's easy. It's done. It's taken care of. Looking through chat room to see what else I may have missed. So retreats. I still – I that might be for someone else. I just don't think retreats are for me to do. 
And I know, look, I'm a huge fan of I believe we're better together, and I believe in person is a powerful way to experience each other. I get that. Um, I just think the way I'm going to make the biggest difference for fellow creators manifesting success is, is to remind them to practice it. It's to guide them through actually engaging it. But you know what? I think anyone who is running across this information for the first time, that would be a powerful way to find it. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Agreed, Nancy. How about the flower delivery? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had friends who owned a, a flower shop in Menlo Park, and they were slammed for um, Valentine's Day. And they came to me, and they were like, okay, is there any way we could pay you to help us deliver flowers? And I was like, you don't need to pay me. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll just spend my Saturday doing it with you. And they thought I was like being weird, but it was so fun. People were like happy and smiling and, you know, yeah, it's great. It's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done it before too. And I had a friend who was a delivery person on Valentine's Day. They try and recruit all their friends and family to come Exactly. <laughs> Guest six says, uh, something that would be helpful would be guidance on how to get into a vibration of being totally comfortable, being seen, and having a lot of attention. I like that. And what that kind of uh, triggers for me is something along the lines of how on the blog I have those vibration activations. Mm -hmm. To do something along those lines on a variety of topics where that could be one of them. That would be fun. Thank you for that idea, guest six. I'm making a note of that. Mm-hmm. So there, I, well, being rich, that's another one people feel really unfamiliar with. Um, happy, healthy relationships. Some people say, I've never been there. What would that be like? I have no idea. So there could be a lot of fun ones to play with along those lines. Guest three had recommended LOA and the Art of Patience, and guest four had recommended How to Be Your Own Pollyanna. Hmm. You guys are full of good ideas. Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, I definitely see, now I've had a wide variety of um, LOA successes. Everything mm-hmm. from money to, you know, the birth of my son to, um, dealing with clients to, I mean, just mm-hmm. a wide, wide, wide variety of things, not just, you know, parking spots and um, treats from friends and things like that. But I do, I personally have studied a lot of things related to quantum physics and how it relates to law of attraction. So I feel like I, I sense how this is happening and and I run into a lot of clients in GVU, um, people who contact me for um, free sessions, who still on some level think this is woo-woo and are not sure they even believe mm-hmm. and certainly mm-hmm. don't believe it can work mm-hmm. for them. Like, it can work for you, Nancy. It can work for you, Jeanette. But I don't know. I'm not sure it can work for me. So I don't know how to address the uh Yes, it can work for you. 
<laughs> you know. I I like well what because what we have one question one question here is well do you have to believe and the other is how do you become like how do you commit to this how do you fully trust it and let go of the old ways of you know trying to make things happen in the world. Right. I guess so LOA I guess, yeah. for skeptics. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's good, Susan. And you know, it's interesting because the uh, you know do do you have to believe? I think technically you don't because if any of us look back before we knew mm-hmm. law of attraction, we were having these experiences. We just didn't notice it, mm-hmm. weren't aware of it. Um, but the, if you're doing it consciously, if you're choosing to be a conscious creator then part of that is, you know, like I made a comment about your, um, you know how you asked us on the call just before you were ending, you asked us to outsource her for the yeah. um, My appraiser. appraiser. Well, on the line, all of us just started spontaneously verbally outsourcing for you, and you were agreeing with us. What You know, anyone, anything, anyone said you were agreeing, and then we got off the phone, and then you got out of the way. So you asked, and then you got out of the way. And what I see sometimes is people putting things in outsourcers and then, you know, needling it and picking at it. And come on, you guys, I didn't get what I asked for. Come on, come on, you know, and they're not getting out of the way. They're asking for what they want, but then they've got so much need and attachment that they're not getting out of their own way. So it goes back back to goes back to Susan's um, suggestion of letting go of attachment and urgency. Urgent yes, 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 yes. Oh, my gosh. I am having ripples of goosebumps. This is so fabulous. Huh, okay. And I love, I don't know who's going to teach this, but I love guest seven requests. Yeah, will. all that. Mm-hmm. Someone. Hi. Someone, I don't know if, I don't think it's me. I might be co-hosting someone else, but yes, that topic on the science of manifesting. Mm-hmm. And oh. we do have that call from Lisa Hayes on M-Theory, yeah. and she yeah. and she broached Higgs boson um, yeah. there too. Ooh. You know, and we have, we have Coach Janet who does the brain science, which can tie into the quantum physics, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so I, I, I'm one of those people too. Who, and maybe it's because of the position that I'm in. That um, I'm thinking of that podcast I did recently. When I have a thread in the forum somewhere called Jeanette Goes to Muggletown, which mm-hmm, still makes mm-hmm. me laugh. That would like okay with for an audience like that, it would be fabulous to really have um, a good grasp of the science behind uh, why this stuff works. Because I mm-hmm. kind of have. I kind of have a rough idea. I, I wouldn't really want to be the one trying to describe it. But I know there's a powerful connection there that I have not leveraged either for my audience, even for myself. That would be really cool to get good at. If anyone knows who that person is, let me know. I will go beg them to join us. Well, Lisa, Hay- Lisa Hayes, I'm going to uh, put the link in the chat, but uh, from Lisa's call in two, it looks like Mar- March of 2002, she did a call on M theory. Um, and right? yeah, that's what it says. 2012. I thought you said two, but you said 12, right? I did. I said 12. Okay. Got I it. Think. That makes more I sense. I, I think I said 12. I'm looking at two o'clock, uh, oh. at <laughs> March 5th, 2012. So maybe oh. I said two, but, um, 
but I'm going to put it in chat. She did um she, she did a really I thought a really good job and and because it's her interest, it's like her hobby, right? Yeah, she does love that. She, she's always talking about that. And um I find Greg Braden's material really really helpful as well. He he's he brings the spiritual and the yeah. science together. He is the pro I, at that. And so does um um Bruce Lipton. He yeah. approaches it from the biology point of view, but still same thing. You know who would be so cool? You know, oh, I'm having fun with the thoughts of how we could expand that. That could be fun. And maybe it is for me to just get a better grasp of it myself so that I do feel comfortable delivering it. But I wouldn't be surprised if someone shows up that where this is their forte and we will eat it up. I heard that podcast, the Muggletown one you talked about, and and um, I thought you did a great job, Jeanette. And it wow. wasn't – you you talked about it, but you didn't get into, like, the hairy details. You didn't get into the gory stuff, but you did enough that somebody who was listening would get their interest piqued and want to know more, you know. Um, but and, – and he was following along with you, and he even had the realization, wait a minute, I studied NLP, and a lot of this is NLP. And or at least has a correlation or a relation to NLP. And um, yeah, we recorded it a while ago. I've forgotten it, and Lord knows I don't listen to myself. But you're right. I remember him talking about how he made that NLP connection, and that kind of seemed like a bright spot in our conversation. And and he was like, you could hear it in his voice. It was all like up to that point, he was a little bit like, okay, come on. I know. And then I, what am I doing then, here? What? I do? And then he, um, and then you could hear it in his voice when he was like, oh, like, like he, like he was making a realization for himself. And then he, I heard him say, "I'm gonna, ma- I let that go for some reason, which now I don't, I don't even remember. And now that I'm realizing it, a lot of my problems kind of started right around that time. I'm making a commitment to go back to it. And um, so I got the impression that, you know, you triggered something in him that he was going to go back after the call and look up his NLP materials and well uh, you must something must have landed because he was really fired up to have another to have a follow-up session in fact we already have it booked for early next month Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely not someone I usually find myself talking with oh my gosh but to be able to bring the science that you know because that's a that's a guy quoting Abraham probably isn't going to mean a lot to you know what I mean Mm-hmm. But, but boy, when someone can quote, I cracked myself up. I recorded something recently. Oh, Annette, I think I had to, it was in my three attempts to get a podcast recording to Annette. I had to scrap a couple. One, well, for we won't elaborate. But on one of them, I kept cracking myself up because twice I referred to, I was quoting studies. And I said, that just cracks me up because we know, conscious creators know, we can prove anything true. So here I am looking to studies for proof when I know very well someone could create the opposite study and make it look totally valid as well. Hey, speaking of <laughs> contrary evidence, has anyone here seen the episode of Ancient Aliens on the Hollow Moon? I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. I've heard people, some people have mentioned compelling. it to me. I'm telling you, ancient aliens, they do some ridiculous things sometimes. They do. Have to, they do. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> the moon was, <laughs> I thought the hollow moon would be one of those episodes, too. And then 
hello, the evidence was so compelling that like the next three people that I talked with, all I could do is, and Lisa was, I said, it's our moon hollow, and I'm the only one who didn't know. And um, she thought that was pretty crazy. And my dad, who watched the episode, Mm -hmm. what's that, Nancy? Well, somebody said that it's a spaceship. It's hollow, but it's a spaceship, like there's beings inside of it. (laughs) Anyway, what did your dad say? Well, well, my dad thought it was baloney, too. I haven't talked with anyone who thinks there's any, any legitimacy to it. And yet, the things that they shared, I don't know how you could ignore them. How could you? They can't be explained away. At least the way I heard it, I was like, how anyone who could come to any other conclusion simply isn't paying attention. That's how obvious it seemed. Okay, but this is what what I thought of when I thought about how how we can get compelling evidence for any story we want to tell because that's how focus works. <laughs> so it cracks me up that I hear I make fun of myself for quoting studies and yet still getting so excited about being able to share quantum science results with um, people in order to get them more excited about embracing their creative powers. And you did mention that in the podcast, you said, anybody who's interested, Google the observer effect, which of course is essentially what you're talking about, that, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you, uh, science can prove what it wants to observe. And if it doesn't want to observe it, it can, it can do that too. And, and that's, and that is true. But there's a lot of people who somehow can, and and I'm one of them. When I heard Greg Braden make the explanation of um, the chakras relating to our feelings and our thoughts coming together in the heart and being, you know, um, radiated out into the quantum field through the heart, that was a huge shift for me. And when I started becoming aware of that feeling, it, it... amped up my my manifesting so um so yeah we should definitely talk about the, the chakras and how they combine in the heart <laughs> well see i think that's the other thing to me is that you know i find the quantum physics interesting i find the brain science interesting i find the heart science interesting but when you combine them all together it gives you kind of this holographic view of how the world works as a hologram. You know, it just it it makes it more real. That is so true. That's got to be the biggest gap in my lineup. I know here what what I don't do a good job of bringing to GDU members is conscious creation um, as a parent. That's not my forte, and I've I have called in other experts for love and relationships. But parenting, we have a big hole there, but there's a ginormous hole on the scientific aspect of it. Yeah, we have a call here or there, but, boy, I would love to have that beefed up. If anyone is listening to this and you are that person, please answer the call. <laughs> I'm thinking it might not be one person. Wait, I'm thinking you know that you, you're probably right, Nancy. Like Lisa handling the 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 quantum physics part and Janet handling the brain science and I could talk about the heart stuff and somebody else could talk about the biology and then you put it all together and wait, wait you know who comes to mind? Who's mm. that guy? The LOA science guy. What does he do business as? The Come on. Greg Kuhn? Greg Kuhn? Yes. Him. Uh-huh. Greg Kuhn. Maybe him. Maybe. Maybe him. Maybe. Hey, you know what else would, would be cool? I think because I'm looking 
at some of the people who are here, and I know what you guys have to bring to the table. I think a better spotlight on, and it, and people might even think of it as other disciplines or other arts, other methods that can be incorporated to our manifesting success, like HUNA comes to mind. I still have a package I haven't listened to from Scott Somebody that I got really excited about and I just never plugged into for some reason. I think it's because I do better reading instead of listening, and that's why it's still sitting somewhere dusty on my shelf. But that, but I'd like some woo-woo stuff. Ooh, wouldn't it be cool to have a witch? What if we had? What if we had? Um, we did have a witch here. We had the Stella Sea Spirit. Stella, we did have Stella. Maybe Stella could do something cool for us, and maybe we could get. Uh, I mean, one of our newest members, she studied with a, a Hawaiian Kahuna for years. Oh, oh my God! She's already in my inbox saying yes to my invitation to her. I, all we gotta do is set that up. Ooh, okay, that could be cool. That's a lot. That's we were thinking live call though, and really what I wanted to do here was well, any of these ideas could be good for courses or live calls or both, probably, maybe, maybe not. Well, if you do a private call with just her and nobody on the line, and then you make that as a you know a part of the class where you know when you go to that module the recordings there and you can listen to it then you know it wouldn't be it would be a call but it just wouldn't be people on the line with the call you know who said he would come to a call for us too was um he's the male witch i have some of his books i forget his name come on no christopher penzak penzak I, I I love one of his books. I can't remember what it was, but I wrote him, and he said he would be happy to. We just had to schedule it, and um, I never did. Christopher. Susan's saying in chat, conversations with Jeanette. <laughs> you could record a series of, you know, private calls with these people and then put them in the – so they're available for GDU members who are active, but they're, you know hmm. – Like the calls you do with Frank and hmm. you've done with other people. Mhm. Yeah, I that's really what I I think this second year really wants to be incorporating other expertises. I mean, we've heard a lot from me in the way I see the world and the, the practices I engage, but I'd really like to expand that and hear from I I guess I want to be someone who's benefiting from all of this stuff too. Not that I don't benefit when I lead something. It makes me better at practicing it. It makes me more aware. But I want to learn from you guys. I want to I want to hand the microphone to everyone here cuz I know you all have things that would inspire me to be a more powerful creator. And I think that's kind of what Laura was doing with our um oh what was the series called where she would interview members on their favorite Creator Creators Creator Studio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Called yeah. It. yeah. Cool. You guys are giving me good stuff. What else? Is there anything in chat room I've missed, or is there anything someone dialed in hasn't shared? Would you love to see in your inbox? Um, you worthiness showed up. Yeah. Boy, that one. In fact, someone had emailed me when I had sent this out in the newsletter. I did get some emails back, and someone had emailed about, yeah, that's kind of like an expansion on the idea of set points, like mm -hmm. take a deeper look at it because – it kind of introduced the idea and kind of like what what I experienced in Gay Hendricks' book, The Big Leap, where 
wow, yeah, the whole idea of like, yeah, I get it. I'm, that's definitely happening. How do I fix it again? <laughs> and it wasn't it uh whatever this the other course delivered, it didn't seem to be making a big um impact for for members. So so going deeper on that one, I'm gonna in that. I, mean, I don't know if it's the same course or a separate one, but worthiness and um I don't know, raising our I don't know what that is exactly. Jeanette, I don't know if you saw but um in the forum, now I'm trying to remember what thread it was. Uh, oh, Ann Bolander shared a, a previously shared video of, um, it was called Tuning In. It was different channels. It had Bashar and it had yeah. Wendy Kennedy and a couple other people, Cryon, um, channeling information. And this was back, you know, 2010. 2011 timeframe, all, all talking about 2012 and what was going on with the planet and stuff. And then Elaine came out and said, oh, yeah, and there's been a sequel to that. And then there's also this other one. It's called Tuning In Again. And she gave the Vimeo link to it. And I watched it. Um, it's about an hour and a half. I watched it or listened to it last night and this morning because I was doing other stuff while I was listening to it. And um, and it struck me there was a part in there. Remember we had a call last week or something where the question about self-love versus happiness oh, and yeah. the role and whatever. And I think it was Cryon who said, you know, humans misunderstand happiness. They There's so much connotation with the word happiness. But... Um, under you know the basic thing is you got to love yourself because loving yourself leads to everything else including happiness and the feeling of happiness and contentedness and um and then they went on to talk about compassion and the role of compassion in everything like including the the alignment of the planet and the ascension of the planet um but i i it was just so interesting the direct um, comments they had about the importance of, you know, self-love and self-appreciation and cultivating that self-love. Hmm. All righty then. I just had a thought based on a couple of things people are saying, but it's how we spend time um, helping people not uh, – like um, manifest for others, okay? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the that. But we also um, like outsourcers. How do we best invoke our fellow mm-hmm. LOAers? And you know, how do how do we set that up for the best manifesting? Oh, I like it, Susan. Yeah, I was just mm-hmm. goosebumps again. I'm pretty excited about this next year. <laughs> I kind of wish it was already created. I want to go read them right now. Yeah, that's this sounds like a pretty good time to me. Huh. Really, really good one. All right, so is there anything we haven't covered? Our, I, money is probably... It's a very popular manifesting subject. Would it? We have enough courses, though. I don't make people wait on that stuff. Like I make that stuff immediately available in the archives, and I've done several courses on money. It's been a while since I've done one, but uh, 
I, I think we might be covered on that one. Do you guys think, or is there a gap? Or is there something missing in our money I think support? there's a lot on that. Maybe, I agree. maybe um, a short intro to the best hits mm. might mm-hmm. be a way to do that. You know, sort of, yeah. if you're feeling this way, try this. If you're feeling that way, try that. Ooh, I like that. So glad you came to the call today, Susan. Thank oh, thanks. <laughs> Are you guys feeling any inspirations around what you would love to bring to fellow members? If you are, I want you to know you have an open invitation to be included in the lineup of courses that get emailed, whether it's audio only or writing only or a combination or a video, Lord knows. People would love some video from someone. That would be my pleasure to put you in front of a couple hundred fellow creators uh, in their inboxes. So if anyone's feeling any anything like, yeah, I, I've got an expertise here. I've got a specialty that you would all be happy to know about. We want to know about it if that's the case. Yeah, I would love the chance to include your gifts and talents and skills with our membership here. So... This is this gives me a really nice list to work with. I want to thank you guys for being so generous in brainstorming this with me and sharing what um, you think others would benefit from or what you would appreciate yourself. So thanks, everyone. Does anyone have anything to add before we wrap up our call today? Yeah, yeah I'll, put, I'll put that in chat. Um, a course on self-confidence with LOA. Ah, all right. Yeah. And Elaine's volunteering for worthiness. Yay, Elaine, thank you. I just looked up. Please let it be true. I'm looking at chat. Please let it be true. Elaine on worthiness would be fabulous. Okay, so I'm writing down self-confidence and putting Elaine's name down by worthiness. Yay. And guest four says, called Think and Grow Rich. Oh, that's Pam's new book? Oh, cool. Wow, that sounds a lot like Alexandria. Didn't? What does Alexandria have? Something that... It's got thinking. It's got think in the title, too, instead of think. Okay. Um, right on, then. I feel like some good wheels are turning here, and that is just what I needed for feeling some excitement and direction for what to start working on next. So thanks, everyone. I guess our next call that we have booked is not till next week. Am I looking right? Really? Still far away. Going to see if it's true. Holy crap. Yeah, we're going to have to do something between now and then. There's no way I'm waiting another week to talk with you guys. (laughs) I'm going to be done with that book by... I'll probably be done with it by Friday or Saturday. I don't know if anyone – I know a couple of others are reading it. Um, I'll probably be reviewing two books at least on our next call. But don't be surprised to see something happen on the calendar between now and then. I didn't know if you were taking some time off, personal time off. Well, I kind of wanted to keep it light in case something started to happen. But I got called yesterday. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening really fast. So 
I'm fine to probably book myself for next week for sure. Next, the following week I might want to keep it light, but I did make some adjustments to the master's circle um, meetups, but yeah, so more time for packing, I guess. I can look at the bright side that way. <laughs> All That's right. always well, thanks- good. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) All right. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you all enjoy the rest of this Wednesday, and we'll see you on the next call. Thanks, Thanks, Minette. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Thanks. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.